All right, all right. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is Jay and the crew here on IntellectualRadio.com. We are getting started. We have missed you guys over the week. I got my girl, Olivia. That girl, Olivia. Get it right. Hey, now, hey, now, hey, now. See, <laughs> always, always. I miss that. Hey, now, hey, now. I like that. So today, we're going to have a different topic. We're going to educate you guys on uh, certain topics and certain things. But first, let's get into this. How was your weekend? My weekend was absolutely amazing. I think that my weekends just get better and better and better, especially when you get the opportunity to just keep making all your dreams come true. I'm so excited because this Friday is the launch of Two Queens in a Podcast, and it's going to be amazing. Do y'all need a king? No, it's Two Queens in a Pod. Y'all need a king? Mm, no. But we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to play some games. We're going to, it's just going to be a really dope show. It's every Friday at midnight. So come join us at the after party, the four party, whatever you want to call it. Y'all going to have an after party? We call it the after party. Oh, the show is the after party. Yeah, the show is the after party because it's at midnight, midnight to what? And you ain't going to have no food or nothing? Don't worry about that. The food is going to be the food for thought. I don't want to do that. The food that we feed your brain is going to be the best show ever. I want food ever. in my stomach, not in my brain. Mm-hmm. So, And what else going on? And then, obviously, you know, I mean, it's just been a great weekend. Um, man, it's so much. I got some houses for sale and for rent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I got a lot of cars for sale, too. So, come see me. So, that's really, you know, my life consists of cars, radio, Marketing and branding, and I love it. And how about you? My life consists of traveling and sports and this and just everything. But I love it all. You know, I you know I wouldn't trade my life for anything. Really? Me? Yeah. You know, sometimes I sit back and I think about it, and I'm like, man. And then I'm like, no, nah, I'm happy. Yeah, because you know, you get some people that's like. I wouldn't, I, you know, I wish I could do what you do. You know, I wish I could have your life. No, but if you had my life, some of the stuff that I've been through, you probably couldn't handle. So. I mean, you be careful what you ask for because some exactly. people's life is not, you don't know, the, you want the glory, but you don't want the story. You, man, so say, that one you, more, say that one more time, Jack. You want the glory, but you don't want the story. Mm-hmm. So, no. Nah, so, basically, what, we, what we're what going to do today, we're going to... Um, we're going to talk to you guys about something. We're going to educate you guys on something. We want you to go, you guys to call in if you need to. 708-223-8953 is a call in. Or you can hit us up on our Instagram, Jason Weathersby or... That girl, Olivia underscore CA. Or even on our social media, you guys can find us at J and the Crew. We are trying to build that page. So we would really like for you to go to the page and like the page. Share the page with a friend or a family or a foe or whoever. But tonight's topic is going to be amazing. We want to touch a little bit on business. Do you think... Do you want to tell him? Go ahead. Do you think that it is easier for a man or a woman to start a business in today's society? Maybe back then it was maybe a little bit harder for guys, but we're going to jump into that. I think it was more harder for women back in the day. Yes, but nowadays. Minority women. You gotta, it's, all it's, women. No. Minority women. All women back in the day. Okay, well, but, yeah. I'm telling you. We gonna we gonna we gonna get into this. It's gonna it's gonna get cracking up in here. It's gonna get heated. It's gonna get hot. It's gonna get all of that sizzling. S- S- so so this is what we gonna do. We gonna get let you guys go to the bathroom, get your popcorn ready, get your pads, no pads, and everything ready. Cause when we come back, we are gonna take a break, 
And when we come back, we want to let y'all know who is harder for. I think it's women. And we got a lot of tips and stuff. So you guys really want to come back because of some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about, you know, forms of communication, uses of social all media, that. all that, all that good stuff. Back. So come back. When we come back, this is Jana Crew on IntellectualRadio.com. <laughs> You're tuned in. We're on a mission. Hey now, hey now, hey now. How are you? Radio.com. Where are you from? Chicago. Chicago. Yes, we're getting ready to come back, so we're on like. All right, all right, we are back on Jan and Crew and IntellectualRadio.com. We are here to talk about who is it harder for? Start business, right? Yes. Women or men? If you want to chime in on this seven zero eight two two three eight nine five three, we are looking for you to chime in on this. So Olivia, what we got? So I personally. Let you guys see my face while I say this. She personally. I think that back in the day, it was hard for women, all cultures, you know, black, white, Asian, whatever, because it was hard. You know, women were supposed to be the ones to stay home and they were supposed to be more housewives. So it was a little bit harder. But today, I feel like. What you feel like? It probably is harder for a man to start a business. I feel like. Let me tell you what I feel like. Y'all know, you know me, you know what I'm about to say. I think that it's men have a heart because, you know, women, we just think quicker, you know? What? That's a- <laughs> what? 
we think quicker. We're on our toes. You know, we're ready for the obstacles and stuff like that. And and we kind of just dive right in. Some I think some men are more logical, so they take more time to get started. And women, we um, we dive in. We just go for it, and we just try to make it happen. Oh, you don't think so? I think it depends on the woman. I think it depends on the individual. So business, uh, as we call it, um, slave trade was a business. Uh-huh. So it couldn't have been hard because most of the slave masters were the men. The men. Exactly. The wives were the ones they stayed home. You're right. But as society moved forward, women, as the men went off to war, the world, you know, Korean War, World War One, World War Two. The women had to step up and take care of the households because their men was off the war. Black women wasn't a part of that. And neither was most of black men. It was a Caucasian. The, that had to stay and take care that of their had household. To take care of the household. So it was easier for it was harder for black women, minority women, and minorities, period. To start businesses. Well, now, it was harder for minorities, period, with everything as a whole. Now, I will say this. When you went north at that time to, like, Chicago, Minnesota, stuff like that, those states that were north, you did have men that were business owners. Like, you had DeSable, mm-hmm. who was in, you know, he was a business owner. He did his own thing. You had Eli Whitney. Mm-hmm. And then the Cotton Gin. He, he had business and, you, you know, things like that. But it was always hard for... Women, you will see most black American women being secretaries when they when they started, you know, getting involved. As far as starting a business, there were no black American women starting a business. There were no women starting businesses really back then. It was. What? I mean, you had okay, okay. Let me change it. The, the Madam C, C uh, Madam C. J. J. Walker, Walker with hair products. Mm-hmm. Bethune Cookman McLeod with education. But it was education, and then Madam C.J. Walker, I say, was one of the one of the ones, and I'm I'm sure it's more. But to come to my memory, it, she's the one that had her own business. But if you think down the line, I have I have never seen a Black American woman have a, her own business. Now, Black American men, as far as business, there was a man on Wall Street that was a Black American man. They called him the Prince of Darkness. But I feel like it's a man's world. Like, I, especially not not now. I guess it is a little bit, but not now. Back in the day, I feel like it was a man's world. Men were in control. Men could go and start businesses. Men could go and say they were ready to start it. Whether they had to go through the obstacles and the, the stumbles of being African-American or being a minority. That was, I feel like that was hard for us across the board, period. Just being black was hard, period. You know who else had a business? Why uh you gotta answer the question though. But I'm I'm let me okay, the 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 question that you asked me, was it hard for black American men? Yes. It was hard for black American men. Because you had they had to go through uh Caucasian society to get the money that they needed to to do what they needed. Right. And at that time, you know, nobody gonna give you anything. You know, Mm-mm. I'm gonna tell you who else had a, a, a. I mean, we couldn't even vote back then, so let alone start a business. Well, at this time, so, when that I'm speaking of, at this time we could vote. Oh, okay. We could vote, but you know who else had a successful business? Who else? Fred Sanford. Mm-hmm. Fred Sanford had a successful junk business, and I'm I'm you and I'm and I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, but you look at Fred Sanford, right? 
they they dealt in commodities, which commodities was a big thing. Junk. It was. It was I mean, what most people thought was junk, they looked at it and they fixed it up and they used it. And he had a successful business. I mean, he didn't think so, but we and we look at him. He was like, "It's junk." But this is stuff that people did not want. They thought it was priceless, and they gave it to him. You know. So, and there's a lot of people that I know that are like that. That they have junk, and and they're men, they're women. You know. I mean, I think, um, I think. Oh, what you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say to jump back on topic because the question of the night for those of you who are just now chiming Don't in. Tell me. <laughs> I'm just saying to jump back no. on, but no, for real. If you guys want to call in and chime in, who do you think is harder to start a business? Is it harder for a woman or for a man to start a business? I personally feel that back in the day it was harder for women, but now in now, today's society, women can easily start a business. Easy. I feel like it's harder for a man to start a business. You don't feel that way? I think it's easy for a man. No, it's harder in today's society. Oh, it is harder for a man in today's society. Because women have solidified their place in society. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so by you know, with the you know, with the whole women's movement in the in the 60s, 50s, whatever, they they progressed past that. Women have progressed past that. Now you got you had astronauts and you have firefighters, you got police officers, you got everything that is that is uh, you know these 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 people are coming up. So. Women, definitely, definitely, because you guys have a drive and a motivation. Right, and then the I feel like the black man in today's society, just like Miss Mina the Brown Diva, she just said the same thing, that especially uh, the black man, it's much harder for a man to start a business in today's society because all of the, the um, stereotypes that they put on them, definitely. all of the block all the obstacles all of the oh this needs to be done and that needs to be done in order for a black man to start it's easier for a woman to walk in and say i want to start my but business you, but you know, take you, you more serious i'm gonna tell you something you know why black businesses don't don't survive i'm gonna tell you why black businesses don't survive because we never own time mm. you know always got to be doing some drama in the back it always got to be some prices high you know how you gonna survive black business how you gonna survive and you can't do the simple things you know what i'm saying whether it's hard for a man or a woman if it's black business, you got to do the simple things, like be on time, be consistent. You know, don't be trying to argue with people, rolling your head. You can't be doing all that kind of stuff in your neighborhood. You know, that's what I'm saying. It, you stuff don't survive that way. Go, you go to what's the what's the biggest thing that people say? I never go to a, work with black people because they never want to do stuff right. Yeah, but it just depends on the group of black people that you decide to do stuff with. You know, name one black business around. That has survived all this, all this time. Major business. We have one major bank in um, Brownsville. Like Wait, now. don't you guys have another bank? You have a bank right there black on bank. thirty. That's a black bank, isn't it? On thirty fifth right. and King. That's what I'm saying. That's Brownsville. Oh, that's considered Brownsville. Yeah. So you know, I'm still learning what is Brownsville yeah, and what's so yeah. She from so, Cali, y'all. She a she a eight tray. Uh, I don't know about all that. Gangster. But <laughs> she a eight tray gangster, y'all. I'm not none of that. So y'all rolling sixties. You know these eight tray gangsters over here. But anyway. I mean, no, I'm serious. So, if if a woman wanted to build, most women know they're innovative. They know how to sit down, make up a business plan, and do certain things. Men have it harder because most men, most, I know how, have not been taught how to do that. In order to build a business, you first have to have a plan. Exactly. And then you have to have an opportunity. 
And that's what most black American men don't have. Exactly. They don't have an opportunity. Because if you, you take a you take a black American male out of a prison system, okay? Mm-hmm. Prison, when you come out of prison, you're supposed to be rehabilitated. But the, the world don't see you as rehabilitated. They she see says you as Taurus hug, uh, hoagies. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that's one. That's one. Yeah, Taurus hoagies. Yeah, that's one. But like, like I was saying, most men that come out of prison, the prison is supposed to rehabilitate you, and they feel that you are rehabilitated when you come out of prison. So this man is in prison. He gets his education. He does everything. You might you can get a degree in prison. You can do all of that. You you do that, and then you come out. The world don't see you as rehabilitated. So now, guess what? You can't get a job. Exactly. So that's why it's like it it is difficult for a black man to start a business but then let's jump into the fact that what is the forms of communication or what are some of the obstacles through their or that can make it easier so that they can start a business through well, their different types of forms of communication the different type of forms of communication i feel is linkedin okay social well media. The, well social media is a form of communication and then texting texting but see most times when you text it's impersonal they don't know what how you're coming off. Like, if you say something a certain way or you put certain words in there, it's about wordplay. You put certain words in there, they're like, nah, bro. Like, we ain't doing this. Like, I've uh, Zoom. You ever seen Zoom? Yes. Zoom, you face-to-face. You can see the people. Hey, man, you know, how you doing? This and this and that. Good form of communication. So you feel that um, the people who text, it's harder for them to get their business started versus the people who pick up the phone and call people? I, yeah, because now I've 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 had interviews where I've never had an interview texting. I've interviewed people through Zoom and I've interviewed people on the phone. If you call somebody, like say you fill out for a job or you or you want a business loan, <coughs> excuse me, you call people and you say, "Hey, listen, am I approved for my loan for my business?" You don't text them and say, "Hey, am I approved for them?" Because then they like, "What is this?" But you can text. You know how many things that you can get done when you text. Yeah, but you can multi you can definitely multitask by texting. Sometimes I okay, I can honestly say that I personally don't like talking on the phone. I'm not a phone person. Like I don't I feel like talking on the phone leads to gossip and then gossip leads to unproductivity and then you're just talking about nothing. When if there's something if you need me to do, I need you to pick up paper. Send me a text, say pick up paper. I say okay, I pick the paper up. Boom, now I can do something else. That's not always oh. how business work though. Because if you need something in depth, if I need something done in depth, I will call a person say like my secretary. I say, "Hey, listen. This is what I need." I need you to listen to this and write this down. I'm going to tell you what I need. You write it down. Or I can text it to you, but then you you have to say, hey, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Because this has to be done by this time. Right, but why can't you say that? So you want to tell her what she needs to do That's so that job. she can write down what you need when That's you could have texted her no. and told her the exact same thing, and then she could have got all that done. She could have said okay, um, or she could have gave you bullet points or whatever, and then that way she can keep on going to the next But what thing. if it's an urgent thing? My tone and my voice is telling her this is very urgent. You can't write the words? <laughs> no, but, but you, you can't can, say urgent. Get you this can, done. You can write urgent, but that's not that's not business practice. Like if I'm telling you something, I need to know that you understand what I'm saying to you. And I could say, okay, I got it. Okay, and then I text. Okay, so if I text you versus calling you and you miss something, then is that my fault? You know, they say that black and white sticks better than anything. 
So if it's in black and white and if you said it, then it's going to be right there. And then that way you can go back and you can review your Which work. I told her to write it down as I'm saying it. Because you can't write it down. No, because I'm not there. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> why am I, why am but I you're texting? on the phone. But the thing is, I don't know. I feel like people call over the phone. I know that, okay, it's professional. You got to pick up the phone. You got to make the initial contact. You know, you want to hear each other's voices and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, everybody is trying to get work done. We're so, trying to get as many so things done as possible in a day. Would you? Would you just you want to hear my voice, huh? Would you? <laughs> would you? So would you do a job interview through text? No, I said you have to make the initial contact. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So when you do a job and when you uh, contact the person, I mean, when you know your person is good enough to do certain things, then yeah, text is okay. But I'm not really into text messages all the time. I want to make the initial contact because. You know, I'm I'm more of a face to face. I feel like as a as a woman and as a businesswoman, I feel like I get a lot done um via text. I feel like I can send out multiple texts at a time. I can then reply to that same text and I can do this and I can do that and I can get it done and that's why I feel like women do start businesses easier and women do have you can multitask. Yeah, because we can multitask okay. and we can get it done. Guys, what do you need to do? Call and talk on the phone to me for an hour to say what? The same thing that you could have said in five seconds? Okay. So listen to this. So I feel okay, texting is good in some things. Not everything. Not everything. Yeah. Ain't nobody talking about it. No, 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 I'm talking about exactly what she just said. What is okay, the difference between... Email, an email is different. Why is it I can, different? I can send an email. I can... Because I can click it, click, click, and then we all have it. We all have it. We, You know, that's the beautiful thing about a uh, text. All right, it's because at, multiple people can go in the group, but that's the reason why it's easier for a woman to start a business. It's all about it preference. Is. That don't have nothing to do with a woman starting a business. Yes, it is because we know how to multitask. That's one form of... Okay, so we're going to go through each one of these. The top thing is the form of communication. That's what we just talked about. If you guys agree... Call me. If you agree or disagree, call me. 708-223-8953. We want you to chime in on this. What's easier? Texting, starting a business, or what? Just let me know. Who starts business better, men or women? Let me know. Who's harder, men or women? I want y'all to come back. <laughs> Intellectualradio.com. Come on back.
All right, all right. We are back here on intellectualradio.com. Jan the crew. Let me tell y'all something. I got one vote. Okay? Okay, and I got like 10 votes, actually. I don't care about those people. I'm just saying, they say right here, being able to go back and read everything that you said leaves no room for misinterpretation. Okay. If you explain it correctly. What about an email? (laughs) Same thing. I'll I'll do do emails. emails. I'll do emails. Emails, texting, email is just a long form of a text. What about about when you have conference calls? We can have conference. We have group chats. That's the same thing as a conference call. Ain't nobody finna sit up there and be <laughs> texting and typing all on that dang on phone. You know how much things we get done, especially depending on where okay. everybody is that you work with. You know, now today a lot of people work from home or they work in the streets or they, they're busy. Everybody is not that. meeting at the same exact place at the exact same time. And everybody does multiple things nowadays. Everybody has, they, you know, like for me, I sell cars. So during the daytime, I'm at the car lot literally all day. But while I, I'm selling the cars, I'm also still able to use my phone to create videos to be able to promote the other shows. And while I'm still doing that, I'm able to then use my laptop to be able to send emails to the other people that I need to follow up with. So where do I have time to then what I'm going to do, pick up my phone? I mean, that stops me from making a video, you know, and Uh, now I have to focus just on this one thing when I can I can do all of this at one time. My business. okay. so I have to use the phone in my business because I'm negotiating a lot. When I'm doing negotiations, you can't negotiate through email. You can't negotiate through text. You have to talk to a person and say this contract says. This and and if I'm negotiating the contract, it's very, very, very important that I'm talking to that person. Because if I'm if if an NFL person come and they say they text me and they say, "Oh, I didn't mean to text that. Send it back." Or I, I didn't mean to send that to you. Send it back. I'm talking to them. Hey, I got such and such sitting right here. This is what we need to do. We need to do this. Do okay. We'll call you back. And I have to do it that way. That's but the you way. have to tell them, okay, we'll call you back because what are they going to do? They're going to go, go at- and read. The contract, but see, but the, but and then they're going to write their notes, but and then they're going to send that back to you. But that's what it's called for. In black and it's white. It's contractual. Because they, they have to fax, and we have to fax and look, and then call and say, okay, it says this, and then we have to fax, and then fax back. So it's, it's very tedious, and I get it. We, I mean, because you can't negotiate a contract through a text. You, you just can't. It's not it's not going to work. Because then he's going to, because that one person is going to say, Oh, well, I didn't get that text. Or I've been through it already. I'm, I'm telling you what I've been through. I didn't get that text. Or that didn't come through. Or I don't understand this. Call me and tell me what you mean by this. Because it seemed like in your typing tone that you're, like, when you put caps. Well, at the caps. Yeah. No. No, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you put caps, if you put caps in there, they think you're yelling. Well, that's, like, why that's you, what why that... are you yelling at? I'm not yelling. I'm just saying. But say, all caps mean, come me... on, everybody knows that when you're typing, if you type all caps to anybody, that means you're yelling at them. That's a tone. The, 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 how do you think people communicate? Like, there's a certain way. When you end it with an explanation, that means you yelled at them. When you end it with a period, that means this. When you end it with a question mark, but that means this. We can, all went to grammar make, school. You can make caps so they can say... I want like I want you to see this particular part of what I'm saying. Pay not, attention. Pay, like pay attention. So then they're like, "Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling." So in my business, this is the way. Learn, not bold, though. Put it in bold print. 
I ain't gonna do all that. I'm not doing all that. Black and white, just you know. Okay, so but forms of communication—it's a preference. So right. forms of communication. What we're talking about for those of you who just now chimed in, we are discussing: is it easier for a man or a woman to start a business? We do say that it is easier for a woman to start a business and to say. You say it too, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you for real? Yeah. Yeah, because in today's society, it's just really hard for black men right now. They are. It, it is a struggle. It is hard. Do you feel that way? I, I yeah. And so. Yeah, because you know you got these boys, these uh, other people. They got you know they part of the good old boys network. They don't have no problem finding no jobs. No, but we're not trying to find jobs. We want to start businesses. So we talked about the gotta, starting a business and then the communication, where you right? Learn from. Going to school. I'm saying, so if you want to start a business. And you say, hey, I want to open up a club. You know, nothing about running the club. And then somebody says, before you open up this club, I need you to come work in my club for three three months before you so you can see what happens. You know, Chick-fil-A, before if you want to own a Chick-fil-A, <clears throat> they require you to they require you to work in that Chick-fil-A for one year before you have your go off on your own. You have to Well, that's because year. it's a franchise. But, but I'm saying, if you if you have no opportunity to learn, then how are you gonna do the job? And that's a problem with most people. Mm-hmm. They don't learn, especially our culture. Right. They don't learn the the business. They jump into it, then it fails. Unless they've had some, somebody to show them how to do it in the first place. You see what I'm well, saying? and if they want it bad enough, they are going to learn. They're going to go through the steps. Even if they don't go to school, maybe they'll pick up a book. Maybe they'll get to know a friend that has it. But they will pick up learn. A book. Well, you know, they don't read no more. But what we're saying is, so we said that communication, we started off with, is it easier, is it harder for, who is it harder for to start a business? We agree that women is easier to start a business. Then we went to talking about forms of communication. So while you're in business, what are the best forms of communication? I personally don't mind texting because that way I can see everything in black and white. I can read it. I can go back and re-reference it. But Jay feels... Emails or calling. Emails are calling. Emails are the same thing as texting. I personally feel that way. No, because you can't, you can't email while you're in your car. Yes, you can. I, I mean, email. From your phone. Yeah, but every from what, my phone. What I if email. you don't have everything on your phone? You do have it. Today, I'm society, talking about what if you don't have all the documents on your phone that you need to email? You should. They have Google Drive. Yeah, but if your phone only has so much gigs, and then you save it. You screenshot it and you make it into a JPEG, and then that way at least you have it. And everybody you ain't gonna do that. Hey, that depends on what type of business you want to do. You want to do business with me? I'm going to do it all the time. Anywho, so <laughs> other forms of communication. What um, You said uh, using social media. So how do you guys feel about while in business? Um, this is another form of social uh, communication. So how do you feel about that? It depends on what social media platform that we're using. Facebook, mm, I, wouldn't, I really wouldn't want to do my business on Facebook um, unless I'm one of those businesses that are on there to advertise now conducting business and things like that mm-mm. well you know the different forms of social media is for different stuff like linkedin is for the super professional right yes. but that is still social media it is. and I it works the, uh, very well for it business does. it does you you feel like you found some connections with linkedin oh definitely yeah oh man i felt like i i have my true love of linkedin oh wow that's nice. I mean, as far as business. Oh, okay. I need to start using LinkedIn better. Man, more. LinkedIn is off the chain. Yeah, man, you go to jobs and all, man. Man, it'll change your life. Okay, I'm gonna start picking up on my LinkedIn usage. So, how do you feel about Facebook? I think that Facebook. I don't know if some of you guys know, but when Facebook first started, Facebook was only for college students. It was. 
Just, just call if you did not have touch. a college um email address, right? Touch, yeah, and then you can keep in touch with your college buddies, whatever, and, then, like and share notes yeah. and stuff like that. Then they opened it up to, uh, what the working people, right? Yes. Then they opened it up to everybody. But at first, it was literally just to be able to communicate, to help with notes, and then I guess just we kind of took over Facebook and changed it into something it wasn't. It changed it into the devil. But I personally love Facebook. I use it for business. I think that it's one of my best um, platforms when it comes to social media. But I also do use Instagram. I also do use YouTube. Um, Snapchat is my personal thing. So I really don't use Snapchat for business. I just use it just, you know, on those bored moments when I want to sing to myself and see how silly I look with another filter. <laughs> how about you? I use, I don't use Facebook like that. I use LinkedIn, my Instagram. And then I just email a lot. So do you think that there's an age? That's because of the age difference. I don't really think it's the age difference. I think it's a it's a mindset because you have some eighteen year olds that are more mature than thirty year olds. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they and so what we have to think about is what are you putting on there that you want people to see? Like what do you what do you have to put on Facebook? Like like you do your cars. I see you do you do your cars. Like when I go on certain things and I get a, a link and it'll say. Your name is live. And mm-hmm. I'll see you live. Now, I don't go on Facebook to do that. Right. I just see it say live, and I click that link. And I say, hey, you know, hey now, hey now, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I see you selling boats and skis and all that kind of stuff. Boats, skis, motors, this girl is like, transmissions, houses. So I'll see that, <laughs> and that's cool. But for me, I, you know, I'm not going to be on Facebook trying to do sports. Why? That's the no. I'm gonna tell you the oh reason why. Gosh. I'm gonna tell you the reason why. Because I most of the time, you, when you get athletes, when you scouting athletes, you don't go to the. You look at their Facebook page and say, okay, they're a pretty decent guy or pretty decent girl. But you have to get in front of their families and present them, present yourself. Because see, a parent can sway you. It's not. It's not. Sometimes it's just not about that kid. Uh, but what about the the Facebook? You can actually research. I think that Facebook is the best way to interview but, but somebody. But there is a research because when the team goes, they go to Facebook. They go to your they see when a team does that. See, my job is not to do to go through the, all that. My job is to get that person to sign with me. Oh, okay. So when I get that person to sign with me, my job is not to go through that Facebook. I ask them, "Is there anything that you need to tell me right now or that happened?" And they're like, "No." Nah. But most of the time, when you have a kid like that. You have to go to the parents because they look at their parents and be like, what do you think about this guy? Because I trust you guys. I don't trust him. I need to build my trust with this person. So I can't just be on Facebook like, please sign with me today or text him, please. I can't do that. No, but 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 you may not feel that. But after you send that message, you think that they're not going and looking at every person that I choose to do business with or not do business with. I go and look at their Facebook. But what if what if I look at people, every no, nope, they have it. People that that's not on Facebook, then they got an Instagram. And if they don't got a Facebook or an Instagram, they got some type of form. You can Google anybody nowadays. But I definitely use Facebook as my thing. I go and I look at people's pages. I see are they posting alcohol? Are they posting cussing? Are they posting? You know, are they flipping the camera that. up? I man, because see what happens. Why here? don't you? That's how you find no, out a person's character. No. The character. See, I'll find out the character. Because, see, just because you drink alcohol doesn't mean you're a bad person. But if you're posting it up and you need to do that on Facebook, like, that's your personal thing. Especially if we're supposed to be working together because now you're representing a company. So, so right. So now, so now, 
I tell them in my business, I say, listen, is it anything you need to tell me? Because they can take that down. Mm-hmm. Is it anything you need to tell me or show me that I need to that I need to know from this? And if they say no, I take it for face value. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. Look at it's a movie out there <coughs> in my business. It's called Draft Day. Okay. Okay, with Kevin Costner and the guy off uh off um what's his name? Black Panther. He on there and P Diddy and all them. So. It was one quarterback that he had some issues that they didn't want to talk about. That they was investigating. The, the agents weren't investigating this stuff. The team was. So Kevin Costner as the GM. He was going, and and they had police. I mean, all this. They have investigators. We need to investigate this. And they went through their Facebook, through, didn't they? You have to watch man, everything. But you have to watch the movie. I'm not going to say that. But then, what else? What else we got? So um, there's Facebook. There's Instagram. Do you use Instagram? I use Instagram. You use Instagram more I'm than on you Instagram use Facebook. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like Instagram too. I think, but I use them hand in hand because you keep you reach a different market on each one of those. I think they say something like eighty percent of users who uh, are on Instagram they actually buy, and I think they said like seventy five percent or something like that of users on Facebook buy. So when you see stuff like those people who buy stuff and you're trying to sell things, like I think you get more buyers from Instagram than you do from Facebook. I ain't buying nothing off Instagram. I ain't buying nothing off. I bought no, plenty no. of stuff. You know what I will do? You know they have those little commercials. And you wrong for saying that because you be posting your shoes, right? You want people to buy them. <laughs> uh huh. I do post my shoes but ain't nobody bought my shoes off I know because you got that attitude that you just said no, right I'm, now. I'm, no, no. I'm talking about you go on go on <laughs> no no go on go on um Facebook and you look at they be it be people selling G.I. Joe men. <laughs> selling <laughs> be, everything. I mean and it, it looks so rinky dink and I, I got got like that. Really? Yeah. Well you just have to be more you have and to just I, pay and, and I went in there and I'm like no see but it's a difference. If you have a tag versus somebody just going in there selling the stuff. Okay, what else we got? Okay, and so then let's jump into, um, so we talked about the forms of communication. We talked about social media. And then what about the difference? So we said that it's ha- it's easier for women to start businesses. We said calling is better. You, well, you said that. And we said that social media is great for some aspects, right? Yes. And then, so when you're breaking down your business, let's, uh, do you want to keep going? You want to go to? Yeah, let's go to a break. So, we gonna come back when we we go when we come back. We gonna talk about breaking down the businesses and business aspects of a certain type of business, right, Liv? Yes. Okay. The difference between them, and yeah. you know how to utilize them, and then let's just talk about uh, what works for you in business and what doesn't work, right? Definitely. So if you want to call in, chime in seven zero eight two two three eight nine five three. This is Jenna Crew on intellectualradio.com, and we shall be back. You're tuned, you're tuned in to
All right, all right. We are back here on Jay and the Crew on IntellectualRadio.com. If you want to chime in on our subject, 708-223-8953. Me and my girl, Liv, are, we're waiting for you to call us. Liv, guess what? What? I read your um, post, your Instagram, and your, one of your people changed their mind. They said calling is better. I, oh, you saw that? Yeah. <laughs> that was Miss Mina the Brown Diva. She definitely did change it. She said, oh, well, when it comes to business, she feels like calling is better. Thank so, you, you know. Miss Mina the Brown mm-hmm. Diva. We got to get her on here. No, we don't. Okay. No, so, that would be awesome. You know, yeah, yeah, open up the doors, floodgates. You know? Miss Mina the Brown Diva, we got to get you on the show. Come on, let us know. Let Liv know what you want to do and when you want to come on. All right, so what we got? So, coming up now, we want to, so we kind of, tonight is all about business. Everything that we talked about is going back to business. I know we've had these conversations about men and women, but usually that was about personal things. Tonight, it's more so about men and women in business, the difference between the way that we do business, um, the, the forms of communication that work more for us versus that don't work. And then we also talked about social media, what platforms are great versus what platforms are not so great or that we just don't use. And is that because of age or what? Because I personally love Facebook and Instagram and all that free stuff. I definitely need to get better at Twitter. Um, But Jay, personally, he loves LinkedIn and emails only. And obviously he wants to hear himself breathe and talk on the phone to you. But anyways. (laughs) You got jokes, right? (laughs) This girl crazy. I don't want to listen to myself breathe. What kind of freak mess <laughs> is that going on? I think that's the only reason why people like talking on the phone because they want to hear themselves talk. But it's a it's a it's a it's a preference. Mm. I mean, some people just like doing it the old school way. Some people like all the technology and everything. I like some of the technology, but I like it to be, you know, you know, certain certain things you just do. You do you know? right. Like talking about no breathing on the phone and listening to nobody breathe. Get out of here with that. Crap. I'm just, I'm just saying. Anywho. So now we want to kind of like break down the types of businesses. Like, do you know the difference? Because if you are starting a business, do you know the difference between having an LLC versus a sole proprietor versus uh, just getting your DBA? Um, do you know the difference between those? Tax purposes. Okay, talk about it. So, uh, LLC, basically, you're incorporated. Um, Sole proprietor, you're basically your own business. So, for tax purposes, if you're sole proprietor, you need to fill out a uh, 1099, I believe it is. You don't get uh, W-9s or something like that. I don't know. I'm not a tax expert, but I think it's for tax purposes. So, if you're making some money for yourself, then it's a form you fill out. LLC is a business, of course, um, that you're incorporated, basically. Right. So basically what happens is as a sole purporter, if anything was to happen in your business, if anything was to happen in your business as a sole purporter, you are responsible. The money is going to come out of your personal account. It's going to be tagged to your personal person, your social, everything. It's, It's attached to you directly. Even if you have an EIN number, that's great, but it's still attached to you. But when you're an corporation or an LLC, you know, in business, the thing is, um, it doesn't bounce off of you. It actually, if something was to go wrong or anything like that, they are suing the business. They're not suing you directly. You know, that's why I went to one of these uh, workshops one time and they were saying how the rich, what they do is they take, they get two businesses and they use one business as the filter. 
The one business is the front one. That's the one that does everything, that has everything, but that one has no money in it. It's the other business that has the money that ends up taking the fall. So then that way, every time they try to wash it and then they try to grow again, they just keep doing that. Uh, I wish I could explain it better, but I just thought that it was so amazing that basically you need to have two businesses. That way one is doing the work and one is feeding the money part. And then that way when something was to happen, if you had to get sued or anything like that, the one that's doing all the work has no money. So guess what? It's okay when it goes under because then the one that was really having all the money then goes to the top right. and then you redo it again and then you keep on making money and that's how the rich get richer and we, you know, or okay. us or, you know, the people who don't have money because I'm not going to be in this category forever. Right. DBA, I'm not really, I'm not. That's sure. a doing business as. Yeah. So, so a DBA as, is something that a business that you need to have. You need to go and get a DBA, but that is not your business license. Right. You still need to, LLC. you know, the LLC. You still need to do all the other paperwork. Or a sole proprietor. Or a sole proprietor, whichever one you choose, or a corporation. But the DBA is just that one step towards the business part. So don't go and get your DBA and then feel like, oh, I got my business license. That's, right. that's not the end of the world, right? Or that's not the end of it all. Like, you have to keep on going. I think if you want to do business, I would. Um, it depends on what you want to do. You can do a, a 50C3. Uh, that's, I think that's what it is. 501. 501C3. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not for profit. Uh, you can do LLC, which is for profit. You can do a sole proprietor, which is your business, but you have to be responsible for everything. Exactly. Um, or you can do a DBA. Exactly. But with doing a DBA, you have to use, I mean, a sole proprietor, you have to use your social. Um, and everything. Well, you could use your social, but you can also file for an EIN. Uh, EIN. You know, so if you file for an EIN, you right. still have that. But at the end of the day, a sole proprietor, it's falling under you, or a partnership. Even with a partnership, what happens is with a partnership, it still falls on either one of the individuals or both of the individual. It's not the business. So just to protect yourself, it's better to go ahead and get you an LLC or set up a corporation just to take your business to that next part. But if you just want to set up a partnership and you're okay with it falling on the two of you guys, then so be it, right? That's right. So next. Next. <laughs> Switch. So basically tonight, we really just wanted to dabble and talk about, you know, what works for you in business and what doesn't work for you. And there's this one thing that we were talking about before we started the show. And we were talking about people saying, oh, I, I want to be busy. I want to be busy. I want to I want to have so many things to do. You but don't. you don't want to be busy doing nothing or you don't want to be busy without a plan. So when you are being busy in the back of your mind, make sure that there's a plan. Make sure that there's uh, an end goal of what you're doing and you're not just doing stuff. Make sure that all the dots are connecting to each other so that at the end of the day, all your hard work that you're doing, it all makes a a full circle and also um i have to give you a, a scenario like me and Liv, we work together yeah but we have other things that goes on outside of these things like my sports management and then i do many me and Liv, we do events then Liv has other things going on i have other things going on so when you do that it takes away from your from from other things that's that that may be more or not or less important so when you have all of these things going on people look at the lifestyle and they say and they saying like I want to be that, but they don't know what it takes, the grind or the hard work or the muscle that it takes to build a business and build and everything. And then, you know, we talked about building business. We ain't even talked about branding yet. Right. So when you branding, it's like you have to really be out there because now when you're branding and, and doing everything in your business, you have to make sure you go places and brand and see people and make sure people know who you are and you're going all over these places and doing all these things. And it's very, very hard. Like, But you got to be consistent. 
Branding is about consistency. It is consistency. You know, and trying to make sure that everything is the same across the board. I know a lot of people start businesses, and I'm no pro. I promise you that I'm no pro, and I'm still learning every single day. But some of the things that I see work, and some of the things that I see don't work. And some of the things is like trying to, uh, I need to find you on Google. And if your name is, you know, Sally on Instagram, and... Bob on Facebook and Stacy on LinkedIn. When I go to Google you, how am I going to find you? How am I going to find you? Like it needs to be consistent. Think about it. You need to be consistent across the board. Think about your colors. Think about the type of people that you want to do business with. Think about the end game of what you want your business to represent. At the end of the day, we're all trying to build a legacy. We're all trying to 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 make our dreams become a reality. But we all want it to make sense. You know, I feel like I do so many little things or whatever however people want to say it, but all of them tie right back into each other. It's still sales. It's still marketing. It's still branding. Right. It's still that girl Olivia. How about Jay? How about you? Jay has to go through so many avenues and everything. I've been doing this for a long time. Even in sports management, I have to brand myself so people will know who I am. Um, I'm going through rebuilding the website. So when you go through and you see Jason Weathersby, it said because you used to be able to Google me and it, my face would come straight up. But from some unforeseen circumstances, which happens in business. It happens. And, and see, you have to know how to deal with that when th- things like that happen. So I'm building that. You know, I got the shoe line, the uh, Vesselware shoe line that's coming out. Um, I got this Jana Crew show. I have uh, sports, you know, like, man, I got everything, everything that's coming out. Vesselware clothing line that may be coming out. So you, you guys, I mean, you have no idea. No idea. The people that we meet and the people that we link up with, that's part of our branding. That's part of who we are. That's part of building our businesses. And we wanted to come on here and we wanted to tell you guys how we are building. And and, and that was just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to have more shows on taxes and and saving money. And and I'm going to tell you something. Save money. That's the biggest thing. Save money because you never know. Like me and Liv, we go to these places and these different events and you never know what you have to do. Ain't that right, Liz? You don't know what you have to do. But you do have to know that um, when building yourself, it's okay. Literally, in real life, it's okay to mess up. It is. It's okay to uh, have to try again. You know, it's the fact when you stop trying or when That's you right. stop trying to do different things. I have worked in so many different places and done so many different things, but my mom always told me that it is okay to keep trying. Get back up again and go back out there again. We and fall down. But we, we get, get up. up. Mm. That's what I'm saying. But just know that. Oh. <laughs> Wanda, Wanda on that. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> I feel I'm really appreciative. Oh, right, okay, right. I appreciate you guys all tuning in tonight. We just wanted to go over a few business tips. Um, and remember, it's okay to have multiple things going on. The Golden Arch, look at McDonald's. It has multiple. They sell all kind of stuff at McDonald's, right? But that Golden Arch never changed. No matter how much stuff that they added up underneath that umbrella, the Golden Arch still stayed the same, and they branded that, and that's what we know as McDonald's. No matter how many new stuff they add to the table, that's great. 
but they brand stayed the same. So when you're thinking about your business, make sure you're consistent with your business. Make Amen. sure your brand is consistent. Consistency is everything. Again, like I said, I don't know everything. And I'm learning, 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 learning. But as I learn, I want to share because that's what it's about, right? All right. And with that being said, we are going to thank you for tuning in today. Your boy will be out of town next week. I'll, I'll be, be here. Vegas, but Liv will be here. I got some things to take care of Vegas. I'm going to be gone. So I will talk to y'all on the next go-round. This is Janet Crew. We love y'all. Peace. Intellectualradio.com. We out. It.